There's no. It's, it's the it's the what it is is the CPAP machine. Oh. Because it dries out my nostrils so so bad. That's so. uh. Why don't you have like the the humid setting on that thing? Like, why don't you I have? Do. I do. So it, it doesn't. It, it actually don't. don't so it still it. dries you out. Hell yeah. Mm. Are right. you in on that that lawsuit thing that's going on for CPAP? Yo, yo, mm. I, yo, we gotta talk about that. Mm. We gotta talk about that because everybody keeps giving it, like, like, like sending that to me. And I'm like, y'all don't know my life, son. No, we know it well enough. We know it well enough. We know it well enough that, yeah. Exactly. Look at that fucking Jimmy Dean sausage. This guy just stuck up in the fucking camera. Just... Yo, fuck. Oh, that's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Straight out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's where I'm mad. Okay, you chasing clock on no way. Yo, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's not we get choked yep. podcast. Your boy Eddie Lyles turns G is in the beat. Yo, we are back. Lloyd Lee is at work. So as 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 uh as we used to do back in the day, we just I was gonna say it's it almost feels like everything's just running right back to normal. It know? was almost normal. It was, <laughs> it was almost fucking shout out normal. to Jeremy. What's going on, my guy? What's up, Jimmy Blair? How you feeling, yeah. Not um, no, dude. First off, do you want to start with the Gilbert? Thing? We kind of we kind of have to, right? Because yeah, we're we're a we comedy podcast. Well, it, it just happened. It it literally just happened. We didn't miss it last week. No, it didn't happen. We did not miss it last week. No, we didn't miss it. Like it happened after the podcast. Like, yeah, as we say, it happened on the after. Show. We died yeah, last yeah. week. Right. Yeah. So we didn't miss it on the podcast. So we're a comedy centric podcast. Let's talk about it. Gilbert Gottfried. Died at 67 years old after suffering from, I guess, like a chronic muscle disease. I still haven't read what the disease has been. I just keep reading that it's some sort of like ongoing chronic illness slash muscle disease. But that's about the extent of it. Yeah, he um he oh, like. All right. So it's like I know it's a genetic thing. And I know it's also why he uh didn't like being out like when he used to come off of shows. Like, it was something like he did, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, most veteran comics, they don't like sticking out. They don't like staying around after their show or whatever. But it was something like he would do, like, one-day shows sometimes mm -hmm. because, like, he knew he could push through for a one-shower or some shit like that. Like, he wouldn't do, like, the big weekends. He wouldn't do, like, the long weekends, um, yeah. people, even if his shows sold out because, like, he had to be back in the house. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm saying like he had, but his disease has been going. Like his disease was happening for a while. It wasn't like this joint was recent. Yeah, and that's why I said like it's it's one of those things that you've known about for a while. It, it it's just still kind of I guess unexpected in in that man. Um, but in all honesty, it's like as as much of an icon as he is in the comedy world. I couldn't name two jokes off this dude. He's he's so much more of a voice. In in characters and such for me, and what I grew up with him. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you, yo. Like, yeah, I've never seen Gilbert Godfrey on stage. Yeah, I couldn't like, do I, one it, of his jokes. Yeah, and that's yeah, no yeah, disrespect. But that, I mean, like, who who's the other white comic that's like that? 
whose voice was iconic. Um, and I thought Innocent. it was his actual voice. No, uh, yeah. from um, Police Academy. Oh, um. Uh... Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we owe money. Yeah. 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 That 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 almost like weird Marvin the Martian like <laughs> twist to you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, nah, give me the space like count modulator. Like that <laughs> level of like <laughs> weird drawing his voice. Right. You like that? That's a good little Marvin the Martian there. Um. But yeah, he had that like that little thing. But no, he speaks normal. But that's the same thing with Gilbert, right? Is is Gilbert and even you you go into our era of new-ish nowadays comics and Larry the Cable Guy. That's not yeah. his actual voice. That's that's nowhere near. No, what I, the think, no I think that's like. his voice. I don't think that's no. his, for real. That's not even his voice at all. I thought that was his voice. I no. thought the character was just no. Nope. All, all of that is part of the character, the whole persona that wow. he, he's he has a flat Midwestern accent. In, in real life. Yo, Just so there's, there used to be a dude out here. There used to be, not out here, I'm sorry. There used to be a dude in Baltimore who used to do that. Like, he had, like, a country accent. Mm. But, and I thought this motherfucker was country as shit. <laughs> and everybody was like, nah, that nigga's, that nigga's from, like, Jersey or some shit. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> like, but like, people put on these accents, and then they be known more for the accent or the way that they talk. But, I mean, like, Godfrey, I didn't know he was a, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't know he was a stand-up until he was at, it was when I was still feeling like you motherfuckers about mother, uh, people that have a name and then they get into comedy. And I thought Godfrey was doing that. I didn't know that wasn't, like, jumped in the, like, you know what I'm saying, into the movies and stuff. Yeah. I thought he was just, like, some random dude from the movies that, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, yeah. I think I said it. I think I said it or something like that. Someone was like, nah, dude, that dude's actually like a legit. Yeah, he guy. was he was like legit in the 80s and had his time on, on different late night shows. And I guess somebody was talking about how like he did one late night appearance and I guess just made it super uncomfortable by just doing his voice and just kept thanking the crowd for applause. Like that was like the whole shtick, you know what I mean? But he killed with just that. And it's like, what the Okay, I mean, dude, it doesn't matter what you kill with anymore. Like, I'm being honest with you, bro. No, I know it doesn't matter what you kill with, bro. As long as you no. kill, no, 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 pause. As long as it's not stolen, and you kill. Yep. You know I, mean? I was gonna like, say, yep. I don't, I don't care anymore because it's. I know, like, like, okay, I care in in some aspects in that I I want you to respect the craft in that I think you should be trying. I think you right. should be putting yourself out there and putting something into it, not sticking with the same stale thirty right. minute act, whatever the case. However, however you get your your bone, your groove. I know so many people hate on like Burt Kreischer because he does the shirtless stick stuff like that. Bro, it's like, look, man, nah. like if if it's if it gets them laughs, if it gets asses in seats as part of the thing, yes. I don't care, man. Like, no, look at yeah. look at all the different theme shows that we as comics run to keep yeah. relevancy within that same realm. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. look at it no different. So I, I was I was I was actually listening to Bert Kreischer. I think was he on? I think he was on Andrew Schultz podcast, um, the Flagrant Two, and it was talking about like how he thinks like comics need one thing to boost them and then you just need the backlog to be able to stay up right and he was basically saying like his 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 uh 
machine joke was that was his booster, right? He did the machine joke. It goes out on YouTube, and it, it fucking he like takes over, right? Like well, not you know what I mean, right? He blows up uh, mm -hmm. um, comedic wise on YouTube and stuff like that. But then he was already doing jokes, so he had the backlog to keep it going. And I'm like, son. So like literally, and I tell people this. I tell all the comics out here. Oh no, no, I keep using the movie theater joke. Oh, it's yeah. not. It's not like, bro. Like when I'm, and I'll be honest, it's mostly when I'm like in front of a new crowd or something like that, or if I'm like performing at a new place, yeah, because I want everybody to know that's my joke. That's one. Plus, plus and you two, haven't done a, you haven't done a special yet. And either. I haven't you know what I'm saying? Like that's same with exactly. me, right? Like I haven't done a special to burn some of these jokes, right. and it's been kind of nice too going back. Sitting in 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 a spot where I can actually go back and look at old clips that I've taken and and old notebooks and flipping through that just to go through and say, hey, what can I do with this shit now? Right? And how does this go? You know what I'm but saying? But that's like, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so it's like we don't know what that you don't know what that uh, bump is going to be. You don't know what where that boost, where that jetpack is going to come from. It can come from one day, but like, and I like I'm be honest. I, I I was looking at comics that were putting out jokes out on instagram and i think we talked about this before like if you do running a freestyle and it's not a full joke maybe like 30 seconds 45 seconds then i understand it when comics putting out their full bits i'm like all right but i also gotta say mm, that's not me you know what i'm saying like and i'm starting to realize like we got as we get older than this shit you gotta understand that everybody's path is different it's so and stop different. just saying it you know what i'm saying it's like yeah it's like when black people are like yo like black people aren't monolithic except when black people are monolithic you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, nah, nah, comics aren't monolithic it's no right path for comedy right. except when there's a right path for comedy like come on right. son. you know what i mean that so it's like sharp. if niggas want to what if people want to put out their their, their clips are they are they set let the motherfuckers put out the clips of the set because at the end of the day we don't know if it's going to be the Godfrey voice or right. the, the machine joke or, you know what I'm saying? We don't know what's going to blow a comic up. No and if that comic has the backlog, motherfucker keep running. Yep. And that's, that's my thing, man, is like <clears throat> that definitely takes a lot to actually live that part, right? Of, yeah. okay, this, there's no blueprint to this shit and, and everybody's path is different. But when you finally start to come to grips with that, I feel like that frees you up to do more of you on the stage. Yeah. If it, if it, it takes that fear away because you're like, you know what? I could bomb every night this year and it's not going to matter a lick of shit because I'm trying new shit. Obviously, you wouldn't want to do that. But it, it worst case scenario, I'm eating shit every night of the week for an entire year because I'm trying out new shit. That ain't nothing. That's yo, nothing in the grand scheme You eat a dick every night. <laughs> for a year, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. That's the wrong path, homie. That's <laughs> no, just keep hammering away. Yeah, hammering you, away. That's, the, that's the best way to do it. On stage for an entire year, half the year, quit. half the year. You should yeah, quit. I'll go half right? the year. Nah, you at least need <laughs> one good set of every two months. Like, you yeah. can't have a, you can't have every, every set you do for the next two months be bad and then be like, nope, you I'm know what problem. I'm saying. Just don't Unless come you're at doing me. one or two sets a month, and that was your fault anyway. Don't don't analyze this shit and try to hit me with math about it. You got my goddamn gist. All right. I'm so, anyways, saying. I don't want you to break out that excuse. <laughs> I bombed for a whole year straight. 
No, but it's it, it really is that, that tranquility and being like, you know what, N- none of this is gonna make or break me in this one moment. Sorry. But if I if I've got that, if I can just get that one to take off. We talked about it before, but uh Scott Sice is another example, right? Right. He's got that back catalog to back up the whole IKEA bit. And from there, man, like I was actually thinking about it either yesterday or today. And and it's not anything of of it's not me saying, oh, I, I'm, I'm done with stand-up or anything. It's just an appreciation for what it is. In that comedy is such a vehicle. And, and it takes you, from what I've noticed, in so many dudes I admire and have seen, it takes you in so many different paths, too, right? Like right, right, some, right, right, some right. cats do hosting all the time. They do hosting locally at the clubs. Then they do hosting at corporate events. And then they do hosting at you know, local raceways, whatever the case might be. And and it just opens up so many doors that you're like, hmm, okay. Not nah, thought of that I, before. The, so like you know, and everybody everybody around me know, I fucking despise hosting. Oh, I hate hosting so 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 much. Not Why? even. And I'm gonna be honest with you. So it's it has nothing to do with it. Okay, a better way of saying it. It had nothing to do with. Oh, I think I'm past that. Mm. It had nothing to do with it. Um, I was just talk. I just uh talked to Mike Stewart um recently. They Mike Stewart is a comic out of uh, Baltimore that travels um to like Canada and stuff. And mm-hmm. I remember a long time ago, <laughs> I remember a long time ago, Mike was telling me about how Canada, the the hosts of the shows are normally head actual headliners, not the headliner, but they're normal headliners, like local headliners that host the show. The hmm. mid slot is normally the guys that aren't as good, and then the headliner comes up. And I was like, "Why do they do that?" And he was like, "Yo, because they can control. As a headliner, you learn how to control the tempo, right? If if the the the, the opening act or the host isn't too new, then say the feature comes out and bombs, the host can't bring it back up to the level right. for the for the for the headliner. You get what I'm saying, and so on and so forth. So they they like to use." local headliners as hosts because wasn't it and then i moved out to new york and when i moved out here i realized that all of the fucking headliners were fucking hosts like a lot of the people that were headline like will uh will civil um uh um sylvans yeah i'm I'm sorry i'm thinking about john but i can't remember his last name but either way it's a lot of the guys out here that host uh would headline on the road Tate Winston, like who we got coming um to DuPont Underground. Um right. they they're they're headliners at clubs, right? But out here they host a lot, right? And a re, uh Dirk Gaines. Dirk Gaines and David Temple host uh Black Ass Comedy Show, which I was on yesterday. It was fucking fire, right? And so you realize that like a lot of these guys host, and the reason why is Rashawn just put it up because hosting helps build your muscle, right? But not just that, hosting legit lets you play. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, and it's, it's still in the same same frame of what she was saying, but it, it really lets you play. And it's just like going to the gym and just shooting around. And then now you're like, oh, shoot, I can make that shot. You see what I'm saying? And so, like, yeah. I started going back in love with hosting because yeah. now I get the time to go host because up here I'm on a mission. So I don't really play yeah. around too much. Yeah, that's that's why I always loved hosting, man. Was was from the first time I did it, I was like, okay, this is cool. 
I like the fact that it's not about me, but I get to still play around and be me. I, I, I think that's where I operate best in life is to, to let somebody take the spotlight, but I, I, I'm, I'm helping out along the way, man. I'm, I'm the production manager or some shit. Like right, I'm cool right, as right. fuck with that. So when that happens, that's the best feeling as the host. So that's what always had me sucked in. And people don't, people don't like, as far as like regular, if you don't know about comedy, a lot of people don't understand how much goes into hosting. And a lot of people don't understand just that in that the host isn't supposed to make it about them. The host isn't supposed to tear the house down with their funny. They're supposed to get you to giggle pretty good, right. get you lighthearted and ready to laugh. But then that's where you you keep it even keel, pass that mic to the first comic, and then keep that motherfucker rolling. But it's about it, everybody else and not you. And that's where I think it's the most fun because it's, yeah. it's just that. You're shooting shots. Shout out, Shep. Um, What's up, Shep? I mean, Shep, like I, we talk, I've talked about this on the podcast before, right? Um, me and Shep did a show like four years ago, right? And again, not post the fucking host, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody else was the host, and it was supposed to be a featured comic. And then out of nowhere, both the people that were supposed to be there, Shep is closing it out. Both the people that were supposed to be there fucking bell on us, right? Mm. Yeah, we got like 40 people, 30 people in the room. And fucking, I literally had to literally host line and Shep had to feature clothes. It was, but it was, it was one of those things that like, if I didn't host, I would not have been able to do. So then right. I wanted to stop hosting because I'm like, yo, I can feel more relaxed. I can, and, and it is true, right? When I'm putting on shows and shit, right? It is still hard hosting while putting yeah. on a show, right? Because there's so many things happening. I remember uh, we had uh, Stay Fair. I'm trying to make sure Tony's straight. Tony's icing. Can this person go up? I'm trying to make sure Tink's straight. I'm trying to figure out why we outside in a goddamn thunderstorm underneath a tent and not in the building. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but I'm still hosting. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so that part, like running the show and hosting the show at the same time, that shit is mad annoying. But I do like the fact that, like, DuPont, I don't have to do any of that stuff. They already do, they take care of everything. I get them to line up and we move on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like hosting there is like a lot more fun. So, but I, I love hosting. And like I said, the, at the end of the day, back to just to bring it all back in, you don't know what is going to put you, what's going to be your, you know what I'm saying? Your bomb that goes off that like that puts you in the stratosphere. Yep. And it's like, if I can host, like, what if I'm, let's be honest, right? Let's just be honest about this right now, right? If say we do something and in two months, everybody knows our fucking name, right? And then two months after that, they're like, yo, the Lincoln Theater wants you to close it out. And it hosts 2,000 people. Yeah, I'm a host. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm, I'm a host. I, I'm not, I'm I'm not shooting myself in the foot with that. I'm not trying yeah. to TI myself into comedy and right out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need that spotlight put right on me to just be like, yeah, nope, it wasn't his time. Move over here. Like, but that's, right. that's, that's part of the thing about being the host as I go back to is the unselfish aspect, man. Like how many times have hosts ruined that spot on local shows because they make it about themselves. They make it about, oh, this is now my open mic time. And they're, they're trying too much they're on that, uh, hitting bricks outside the line and being like, oh no, this is still cool. I'm gonna keep shooting this. Like, nope, come on, bro. Yo, but that's the, Let's go. that's the thing, though, right? You don't learn that. Like, there's certain stuff that you won't learn until you do. 
I didn't. I I would never have learned never to move to fucking New York until I did it. I hated every like you know what I mean. Like I hated everybody telling me you don't have to leave to go to New York. And I was like, yo, shut the fuck up. Y'all don't know what you're talking about. Like I'm sorry. Like and this is that's not a disrespect to anybody, but it was like a whole bunch of people who never did it that was telling me not to do it. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like and you I, were like, I, I gotta like, find out for myself. Like God, dude. Y'all, a lot of people told me not to run shows. A lot of people told me not to work with people to do the festival. A lot of people yeah. told me a lot of different things. So it's like, dog, like you got to do what you got to do. And until you go out there and do it, you don't know that you shouldn't. You don't know that it won't work out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. with that being said, a lot of these local hosts that like until they go and <laughs> love you, girl. So until they go out and try these things on stage, they won't they will never know. Oh, I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, like that's why I love. It's a show called um, Black Ass Comedy Show. I just brought it up. David Temple and um, Derek Gaines. Right again. Sh- once again, shout them out. Um, they let me go. They asked me to go up yesterday. I just came to chill, and they put me up. Um, and it was fucking. It was just an amazing show, right? Um, but a lot of times they'll put up guys, and they'll let them burn. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dog, now you got a real audience in front of you. You got to work. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes people bomb horribly. (laughs) I luckily had enough stuff in the bag where I didn't. So, like, the first time I went up, they put me in a spot to bomb horribly, and I ripped. The second time they put me up, they gave me the the closeout spot. Like, you never know what's, you know what I'm saying? You never know what's going to happen. So, it's like, but if you don't build, like, like Rashawn said, you don't build that muscle yeah. to go up on stage a lot and try dumb stuff, right? Yeah. You never know what you could and could not be. You know what I'm saying? But I do, and like, I this is the one thing. I, I tell comics this shit all the time, right? Take take the shit that works for you and let the other shit go through your ear. You don't have to, you don't have to debate everybody. You don't have to complain about everybody. I like debating everybody because I think some of them are stupid as shit. And I've lived the shit, so leave me the fuck alone. And sometimes I got time to do that shit. And sometimes, sometimes I got time today. <laughs> sometimes I got time, bro. I just got the time. <laughs> but but at the same time, it's like when you younger or something. Like, dude, don't waste your energy. It's no point. Let yeah. them say what they gotta say, okay, and move the fuck on. Well, especially because like everybody creates on such a different scale, anyways, right? Like. I've realized, especially as I've aged, as much as I like to read, the writing part for me has never been a fun thing. Like, not 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 in the fact that like I can't do it or any of that stuff. It's just it's hard for me to sit down and be like, all right, I'm finna write jokes that are gonna be jokes that I take to stage because I can sit here and write jokes all day. I can run through newspaper stuff and write, hey, here's your setup, here's the punchline, here we go. Excuse me, I can do that stuff, but it's it's so much more difficult to be like, oh, out of what I wrote, that's going to be something I actually want to perform in front of people. I get my inspiration by talking. I get it by bullshit. I let things rattle around in here for a bit and then it's like pieces fall in together. And when I I found that some of my favorite mics when you do open mics um, were, were those mics that allowed more than the five minutes. Because they'd allow you to just kind of play that 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 rattle around and be able to do whatever because they're not going to yank that time for you. 
I see, like, and this is, I'll be honest with you, bro. The one thing I started realizing about all of these open mics that I hate going to is people really don't use open mics as a practice field. And so when you go in and you do, right, and you're using your writing session to to just talk and, like, you know what I'm saying, see what's on, see if the shit on your page, like, they judge if you're funny or not. Yep. And it's like, oh, you think, you think we're on the same level. Got it. This is I got you. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm cool. I'm I'm a, I'm a nice guy. I can hang with everybody, right? Yeah. I hang with older. I hang with younger. I'm good to go. Not all of us. I know who's funnier than me, and I know who's not. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the that's the one scary part about open mics is like people are now putting you in a category of. Man, is he funny though? Like, really, dog? Like, I'm working. So that's and that's what I mean. Like, with hosting, I get this. Okay, don't worry about it. I get to yeah. figure that shit out while I'm on stage. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. But it's like, all right, because if I lose, I know I can get you back. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. It's like that's... a lot of these people started coming out for the shows and they know mm-hmm. who I am. So it's easier to be like, all right, boom, let me just throw this one drink oh i gotta laugh at that one part all right let me see if i can go a little bit further oh gotta laugh at that one part all right let me see if i can go a little bit further you get what i'm saying and then yeah. but at the open mics out here i go to real life i go to the real rinketing low late night mics out of the way mics that people <laughs> people don't really know people right and then be like all right it's, it's three people in this room let me just talk let me let me do this let me do this one that's joke what i'm saying quick. those are the, those are the best ones I like um, the I like the laid back ones for that exact reason because then I get to I get to just jumble it and then come up with stuff. That's where my magic happens. But that's where I think like when you get a good hosting spot, that's where it blends the two beautifully, right? Because you have the beautiful aspect of a show, so you have a crowd that's there, they're ready to laugh, they're ready to have fun. You get that, so they're gonna be a great gauge for what you want from what you would have in like an open mic type. So when you do throw out that joke to see how it works because you've been rattling around in your brain and it lands or it doesn't, you got a real-time reaction, not just two comics that are worried about their set or talking about, you know, the the girl they're trying to, you know, pork from, you know, however many mics ago or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's the beauty of a good hosting spot. It's got that perfect balance of the two. Yo, (laughs) Anthony Oaks just went in on the comment. Jesus Christ, though. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, I hate when people hype up at an open mic. This guy right here is a killer. He's super funny. He's done this. He's done that. Me runs new material. I've never done before. <laughs> I mean, facts, bro. Like that. Like I, I, I never understood why so many people use open mics, and it's everywhere that I've seen. Maybe it's not up there in New York, but it's everywhere I've seen. I've never understood why these guys go into open mics and do the same five every fucking time okay like you you know you're here at an open mic to work new like at least throw in two new jokes in that five like at least throw into unless you're preparing for a show coming up which i get that and i forgive that but come on man you gotta no that's not acceptable i'm gonna say this and this is my opinion. You can, you can, you you gave yours. I'm gonna give mine in a, in a in an adequate level, right? You're gonna Jerry Seinfeld me is what you're gonna do. Well, people pay for the act. I don't need to polish up new jokes. Let me do these same ones for forty years and pay people or make people pay hundred fifty dollars for tickets. 
fuck out of here. Listen, Jerry bro. Seinfeld. Listen, bro. You can you fuck can never bitch. you can never you can never make your joke perfect ever. You can Facts. always keep you can perfectly work at it, but you can never make your joke perfect. And so I'm be honest with you. I'm what I'm starting to realize for oh, not no 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 now every single time, every time I see you, you're doing the same exact joke. I get it, right? Yeah, but we don't Cut listen as comics. But this is the thing: as comics, we don't listen to the motherfuckers that you know. what I'm saying we don't listen to their jokes enough to realize when people are adding and taking away. Now, once the joke is like you are a headliner, you traveling type shit, I get it. But as an open micer, bro, perfect the joke. I'm not like keep working on a joke. I'm not mad no. at you, yo. No, no, no. I'm no, sorry, no, bro. No, no. I can't do change, it. Change, change the shit up. Change don't Yo, come. You don't have don't, to like, no no Why? here's the thing. Here's the thing because we this even ties back into that hustle culture article that we talked about a while ago. Because how many of these guys are gonna talk about they're hustling their ass off, but that's all they're doing is they're doing the same five minutes at one spot in Adams Morgan is the same that they're doing off in northwest and they're doing the same damn thing in southeast or wherever they're doing it because it's the same five fucking minutes. Oh, I was at four mics last night okay and there were mics you didn't try a new joke out my guy what the fuck are you doing but that's what and so this is my point though right everybody's process is different are they writing now if, they, if you saying this person ain't writing then or this person ain't coming up with new jokes at all then I, I i agree with you right i'll give you that but if the person's writing the person's working and the person's trying to like i literally and damo hicks told me this when i when i first started doing comedy I, I try to go after 15 minutes every year. That is my goal. That's it. So if you really think about it, I'm just being honest with you. If you that's really facts, think man. about it, five-minute mics, that's only three different sets. And we both know that I do long jokes. So literally, that's probably like a joke and a half. Maybe. You see what I'm saying? Not like... But in, but and I added to the arsenal so I can and I figure out how to finagle it where I can put both. I did it yesterday. Like I had, I got two different jokes that don't even correlate, and I just had I just finagled through the jokes just to make them get back to one. You get what I'm saying? Like right. we all do it, right? So, but the only way that you can do it is if you do that shit so many times you can't do the joint wrong. You right. know what I mean? Like so, do I get mad at it or do I get annoyed at it? No, because I really don't listen to comics, so I don't know what comics. I'm being so real about it. That's why I guess that's why I'm with this. I don't I don't listen to comics to open mics no more. Me personally, me personally, when I go to like the random small open mics, I do new shit, right? Or I'll do shit. I'll just talk about my day. Like I don't give a fuck, right? Let me let me just talk about my day. Maybe something in my day was fucking funny. Like we all know, the outside of the comedy club, why the show's going on is always the funnest part. Anyway, let's just be honest about it, nice. right? Like the inside is more for the comic that's on stage and the people who bought friends. Other than that, outside is where it's at. That's why I never got. That's why I never got with comics that were like, "I need everybody inside." Hey, bitch, you should probably promote this thing, and then try to get people in here. And if you can't, stop doing the show. I don't know what to tell you, right? But for to for me to be a comic and then you're trying to make me come inside so I can laugh at this nigga's jokes for the 80th time. No, that's. <laughs> It's not that's fucking what, happening. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I can hear your jokes 80 times and probably still laugh, but not when it's 80 times in the same fucking format. It drives but me that's nuts. My, 
I get you, but I don't need to hear. I don't need to hear it once. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's no, certain people. No. I could. It's certain people who I couldn't tell you a joke it is before. Like before I book them. I'm just being real about it. Yeah. You tell him some. I tell you can tell if somebody's funny by what people are looking like, how people are reacting to that person. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like I hear him laughing. Okay. The crowd going crazy. Let me walk back in. Let me see what's happening because the crowd's going crazy. You see what I'm saying? But if the crowd like the crowd ain't the crowd ain't laughing, I'm not coming back in there. Oh, it's an audience and nobody's laughing. Nah, I'm not coming back in there, bro. Right. Like that's just me. And now I don't have to be like, oh man, you know, I don't think you got the right stuff. No, I don't have to worry about none of that shit. That's just me. That's my opinion. So like, if you want to be the comic that goes on stage and every and and you're trying to perfect the joke and you do it 80 times the same exact way. First off, you're stupid because to do the same thing and expect different results is insanity in the first place. Let's just be honest about it, right? So if you ain't getting jokes on the on the on the on the fifth time you did it that way, and now you're on the 75th time that you did it that way, I have nothing for you. I'm not gonna book you, so I don't really care. That's all you know I'm saying. saying? Like do yourself a favor, either either get but, new jokes but, or get the fuck but off this the is, stage. But this is the other bitch to it. But this is the other bitch to it, right? This is the flip side to it. I see a lot of these comics that I hear that do the same jokes over and over. Get booked at clubs. So how yep. can you say that they're doing it wrong? This you see what I'm saying? Like hey. there's no path. You're there's right. no correct path until you say I can it. I can still hate on it though, all I want. I don't give a damn. Yeah, I mean, I don't, nigga, that's your opinion. I don't give a fuck. Just... Yeah, well, my opinion is correct here, too, because okay. the thing about this is, is that's just some whole ass shit, but that's okay. I don't care. Yo, all right, let's, let's talk about some whole ass shit. Yeah. I don't know if it's some whole ass shit, but I'm going to probably get in trouble for it. Yo, didn't J-Lo just, didn't J-Lo just have a boyfriend? So, so for those of y'all that don't know... This is the episode of I'm going to get in trouble podcast where we travel back in time. It's 1997. So we're going to set the scene. Ben uh -huh. Affleck. Ben Affleck is, is a top tier actor in the nineties coming out hard with Armageddon. He's an action star. Things are popping off for this dude. And then bam, he hits one of the in living color girls. You know, she's got hot hit singles in the nineties coming out. Like, uh, uh, you know the songs, all right? Yeah, I don't know. boy. Yeah, they, I wanted to see yeah, how you were, take that one. I, <laughs> see, I, I literally songs. was going to see how you take on They were hot songs in the 90s, like. something about being I'm real. I know she did something with Ja Rule, all right? Y'all know she what the fuck I'm talking ja about. Jenny, Jenny from the block, yeah, she did shit like that, okay? That old bitch, she is with old dude Ben Affleck, the actor that old we were dude. just talking about. <laughs> Look, man, it's '97. Ben Affleck and J Lo are back together, and why are they? Why are they in the news, though? I don't. I don't understand I don't, why this popped up on our fucking thing. J Lo has been. Why are dudes still dating J Lo? Like, why, why are like, you publicly dating J Lo at this point? I'm, yeah, how are this you is getting bamboozled? Lo, she's still bad at fifty. Yeah, but she's still bad at fifty. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Bad. At fifty, like. How how is she still bamboozling dudes out of freaking Some engagement man. rings, man? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. So you had Ben Affleck first. You got Mark Anthony. Then you got who is it? Uh, who's the other? Alex dude? Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez. Now you back to Ben Affleck. You had Diddy. Diddy shot somebody for you, or got shine to shoot somebody for you. Yep, 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 yep. And she dissed him back in a song with Ja Rule. Dude, I see. I listen. I, I, uh, 
I literally yeah. talked about this the other day. <laughs> Excuse me. I really wish I could come across a girl that I would like murder everyone for. Like I, I just, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever, you know what I'm talking about? Like these dudes I, that like, nope. you don't get what I'm saying? Like these I dudes that like, saying. I, don't like, want no, that I just want it. I don't I want that in want, my life. No, 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 I don't want her to leave because then I would have to kill everyone. That's my <laughs> fucking point. I don't want, I've said this, like I am stuck. Look, 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 look. No, I just want the chick that I'll be like, yo, if she leave, I'm going to kill everybody. No, that's she never leaves, I don't though. want that. I don't want that. I don't I do. want, I, want, I want mediocre vagina for the rest of my life because I don't want to be hanging out in trees <laughs> and jail cells over the weekends because yeah. I can't keep my pee pee in my pants. None of that. I don't need any don't of that, that stuff going on. No, no, no. I, no. I, I just want it. I'm not, listen, again, yeah. I don't want her to leave. I get it. But she she could leave. She and could that's, leave. That, that's exactly my point. Is but she, she could, could leave. What and that means stays? now I've got to go off the fucking deep end because old bitch just had to have like yeah. the, the the you know holy grail of I, vagina. Nigga, no. I think I think J Lo has like one of the holy grails of vaginas, nigga. I understand that I mean it has to be something again because nigga, I will say this. Did you see Hustler? Did you see Hustler, bro? Yes. Yo. Yes, bro. She did that at fifty, bro. This is this is why I'm saying like I keep using the word because I'm emphasizing it. I don't understand how she is bamboozling grown men out of multi million dollar engagement. She got the pussy you kill everybody for I, everybody. I mean, <laughs> she's still Jenny from the block. Clearly, she got the pussy. She's still everybody. Jenny from the block who's still down to take you for a fucking rock. Dog, Damn. Ben Affleck did Gone Girl, and I'm like, dog, you don't see the sign, son. These the tall tales, <laughs> dude. It's, I just don't. I don't get it. Like, all right, man. I, I mean, I guess. Yo, but listen, I'm gonna be honest. If them, if they ask me to move in, I'm there, son. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. adopt yeah. me. But I'm, this, okay. So, all right, this some real shit, right? I don't understand why we're so fascinated with celebrity life, right? But I am still fascinated with celebrity life, right? In the sense of, I'm trying to really figure out how I just saw J Lo and Alex Rodriguez doing fucking TikToks and buying the Merlin Marliners. You remember they bought the baseball team, right? Didn't yeah, they buy Marlins, the baseball team together? Some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at then, least part owners. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, at least like part owners. Some shit. No, yeah. they gave it. So then they and then they gave it up. Mm-hmm. He gave it up, and then yeah. out of nowhere, boom! She was with Ben Affleck. I, I, I really, I don't know, man. It's got to be like trust fund pussy, like something like that. Like, like there's got to be like a ridiculous insurance policy on her fifty year old vagina because in in no way. And look, man, I'm just going to say what it is. Ladies, I don't mean any disrespect. I mean no disrespect. But the reason that men cheat and they always cheat down is because it feels the same. Why do I got to do the same amount of work and be all respectful and polite when I could just downgrade a little bit and get the same effect? Like, that's the whole fucking thing here. So why are they wasting money on 50-year-old J-Lo puss? I don't get it. But this is where we are. That's what it was. Okay, I because I had to look it up for a second because I remember seeing some shit on this, right? Alex Rodriguez, they buy the uh, Marliners, right? But then he gets a chance to buy the Timberwolves. And him and yep. Floyd Mayweather bought, bought the Timberwolves. 
with like another investment group. But I think A Rod and Floyd are like the top two majority, or A Rod's company is the majority owners or some shit like that. Right. Like, so it was just like, and then I don't know, like maybe work got in the way and, you know, Ben was, Ben was like, fuck this Batman shit. I can't do it anymore. No, he. The movie where he was coaching the white boys in the Catholic joint, which actually was a good movie. Uh, well, he was a drunk and he was he was coaching white boys because I'm gonna be yeah, honest, yeah. it was a good movie because he wasn't coaching black kids. I'm like they weren't the whole team wasn't black, and I appreciate that. You right? you don't you don't miss those movies like no, all the coach starters. You don't, don't you, talking about that. Just being honest with you, talking about that, right? You, I used to love those movies, right? Until you get older and you realize like. The stories oh, are bullshit. Shit. I thought all my white teachers were the best teachers. This is the, bullshit. Yo. The stories are all bullshit. Yeah. Like when I first found out, like um <laughs> Coach Boone of Remember the Titans, I guess, was like this really terrible asshole. Like he only oh, no, no, lasted a bad. couple seasons because he was such an asshole to like the kids. And, like, yeah, they won like in spite of the dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't because they, they didn't win in spite of him. He was, but they were like, I guess, like, he was like a tremendous asshole. Yeah, like, uh, grade like tre- A asshole. Yeah, but it, I mean, like, but some people are assholes, bro. And I, like, that's why I, I don't take other people's accounts, right? Because if if people talk to you about me, they'll be like, oh, Eddie's a definitely an asshole. They don't mm-hmm. realize that I'm only an asshole to people that I know. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right. it's like, that person could have, like, stole his flower. And then he cussed him the fuck out, and now he was an asshole. So we don't know, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I take that shit as a grain of salt. But yeah, I didn't. I, I, those, all those movies with the white saviors were just like, and I, I wonder if it was just like the first couple was okay, and then it just became a thing. I think when the substitute came out, the second substitute came out, that was when it was over. That's what I feel. <laughs> you remember? I'm- I mean, Bill Burr even has that bit about it, right? Like, once they got to the swim team, like, I just stopped fucking caring. Like, yeah, it's it's along that line of, like, okay, how many times? Like, because they literally did it across the board. They did it with football. They did it with basketball. They did it with coaching because they did it with uh, Dangerous Minds. They did it with 187. They did it with Stand By Me. They did it with uh, The Substitute. They did it with... But it's something. Let's be honest, though. The substitute was hard. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The substitute was hard. He fucked some people up. And then substitute two was just like, "Come on, son." Then it it was substitute three. Are we serious right now? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, they stayed doing shit like they. Ain't no white dude beating the shit out of all these gangsters. Yeah. Ain't Ain't no fucking way, man. No, like, no. I don't know regular nigga. Shut the fuck and up. And ain't no Get fucking fuck Michelle here, Pfeiffer hanging out in the inner city with a fucking backwards do-rag. Right. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, it's just, like, like I, I hate to tell y'all white people out there, but rap music is not necessarily the way to connect with black folks. Like, I, I realize some of y'all <laughs> might think that, but don't just go around blasting fucking hip-hop and being like, hey, buddy, let's be friends. Wow. I also like this. Oh, that's <laughs> Funny as fuck, bro. That's funny. Who was that? Tom Tom Berenger. Yeah, that was the original substitute. Yep, he was. Uh, he was in Platoon, man. He was one of the squad leaders in Platoon. And then they and- kicked him out. They kicked him out and got Trent Williams. <laughs> and yeah. then it was like, all right, come on, yo, relax, son. 
And then they got the nigga from uh um uh, what's that TV show on Showtime that everybody loves? Oh man, what was that dude's name? Um, I got his name. Yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm about to find it now. Yeah, yeah it's the substitute winner takes all. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's Trent, that's Trent Williams. Yo. <laughs> they just they, they took the shit too far, man. Like, yo, it got progressive, it got less and less white people and black people in the movie. <laughs> I imagine now, man, like like it, this whole bit, you know, I don't know if you follow the news where everybody's talking about like critical race theory. And oh, if you're yeah, if you're familiar with that at all, it's fucking impossible to find really anything that's not biased about it, because it's like all the information out there is just so politicized, it seems. And it's like, OK, whatever. But with that, it kind of makes you wonder if if critical race theory is going to have us do like opposite of those movies. Right. Of of. How it was like we're celebrating. Remember the Titans. Now we want to forget them on this back scale of like Dog. this whole ordeal. I want. I'm not even lying to you, bro. Like I, I don't know if there was a movie. I, for some reason, I just feel Samuel would have killed this back in the day. Like Samuel Jackson as a sub as a teacher. Wasn't he, he a teacher in the movie? He did. It was 187, wasn't it? Was I, that 187? 187? I'm pretty sure it was. God damn it, was it 187 or was it? Um, I want Denzel, I want I want Samuel as a teacher. No, no, for white kids in a in a hood. One eight seven. I want to reverse. I want to reverse the the roles, the race roles. Mm. Where you got <laughs> a black teacher <laughs> in what suburban fucking yes. America? Like yes, and the white kids are in the hood, <laughs> and Samuel's just beating the shit out of white kids. It'd be like a like a really shitty wife swap. It'd be like class swap. <laughs> <laughs> you have like everybody from you know wherever fucking southeast just, no, or some want, shit dude, go to like Waldorf. <laughs> dude, I want it. I want it where <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I want it where if you don't know the slang words, <laughs> you can't get a job. <laughs> <laughs> you would be out there and be like, um. Are you familiar with uh, the term? Can I do something for you, Slim? <laughs> I, I don't good, have Slim. any weight issues. Like I um, want, I want Ebonics <laughs> to be the main. I mean, because honest to God, it already is. If people don't want to look up grammar, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, on how you say things now. How about like my grammar is horrible and my spelling is horrible. My spelling is is shitty because I, I aware. Yeah, yeah. I write how I talk. It's very bad. It's, I write exactly how I talk. You is just the letter U, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> we're, but we're no, there. no. Like, I mean, like, like you you ever, like, listen to, like, the history of grammar? Bro, that drain will fuck your head up, fam. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, it will fuck. Ain't was a word yep. before it was a word, right? They took it away. It used to be a word. And then the words people figured that uh, the poor, the waiters and shit started saying it and they changed the word up. Like that's what these motherfuckers used to do back in the day. Rich motherfuckers would talk in certain dialects. And then when people would figure out the dialect, they would just naturally change the motherfucking dialect. Yeah. And now we're like, oh, you don't talk proper. How about you go back in time and get a slave like your uncle, you piece of shit? How about that? How about you go live in the time that you motherfuckers was ruling shit because you don't rule shit no more, motherfucker. All right, I'm done. Listen, I just want a movie 
Waybonics is the shit. I just want to appreciate the fuck out of this random ass comment for a quick second. It says, your ad really touched my heart. I'd love to buy the couch to help you reach your financial goal for tickling random people's belly buttons. Thank you for providing nothing of substance and value. Thank you so much. It's very much appreciated. Well, um, we just get hit by nothing. a bot again. <laughs> <laughs> it provided nothing of value, uh, <laughs> but thanks. <laughs> no, I, dude, I swear to God, I really do want to get. I want a movie. I want a movie where everything, all the race roles are reversed. I know they made a movie like this, but I don't think they went in depth. And I want, uh, I, you know what? Give me Idris Alba as the teacher. I'll be fine with it. Give me the substitute. Role reverse, <laughs> but he Give needs a, he needs to play like like Stringer Bell. That's the type of role he needs to play. It's yeah, be like want, Stringer I, Bell as the teacher. <laughs> dude, I want the substitute prep edition where these white boys think they run this shit and they just keep getting their ass. <laughs> God, man. <laughs> I hope I there's there's plenty of white boys that I hope they get their ass whooped. So we'll we'll segue that into another segment that we wanted to talk about of oh, white boys getting man. that ass whooped. We got to take on, it in man. there. You you know you it's that got thing. this whole fucked up. I'm just I'm telling you now you got it fucked up. But go ahead. Look, I'm go just ahead, saying. Buck. Go ahead, Buck. Bellator CEO Scott Coker said that he would allow the Paul brothers to fight in the Bellator MMA. Yep. Your thoughts on that? They should do it. The fuck you talking about? Do you think they will? I don't know. I don't. So, like, there's a viral clip going out with uh, Jake, not Jake, uh, Logan talking to Dana. Yep. And was like, yo, would you let me fight in the UFC? And Dana was like, I'm not going to say no. Because this is what this, I think we talked about. We talked about the Logan brothers before, right? I mean, the mm. Paul brothers. But they the Logan brothers. We talked about the Paul brothers before, right? Dude was a D1 wrestler, bro. Beforehand. Yep. Right? Him and his brother both were wrestlers in high school beforehand. Now, did they really were they were they were they professionals? No. But we do know they got the work ethic. Would they win in Bellator? Yeah. Maybe. Would they win the UFC? Not anything over. Depends on what weight class they go in, but I don't think anything over the top top eight. No, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, like just being honest, like the, the top eight in almost every weight class is fucking fantastic. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and I think what is Logan Paul one ninety some? So that's right around him, in there. Yeah, that's gonna put him at heavyweight. He's getting. He's gonna die. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I think I think he wanted to fight Khabib. Which is even worse of a decision <laughs> to ever fucking make. Um, I, I, I don't even believe. I believe literally like twenty percent of what they say. It's like with with Logan or not Logan Jake when he challenged. I think it was Jake challenging Mike Tyson to one of the boxes on. on no, they didn't challenge. I think he said he would love to fight Mike Tyson, but it was like an exhibition one. Yeah, but I think either he either way. Like, yeah, he. I don't think he wanted to do that as a professional bout. Like I think he wanted to do that. To say I fought one of the greatest and didn't die. Kind of yeah. like when Logan fought Mayweather. Like, I fought one of the greatest and I didn't die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's, it's the motherfuckers that are going out in the wilderness and like touching bears on the butt and running off. Like, that's literally what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Basically, yeah. And and so for me, it's it, it'll be interesting to see how it goes because uh, the CEO for Bellator already said like, hey, we're not going to allow you to touch anybody that's a champ in line for a champ, any of that stuff. So it looks like Bellator is willing to work with him. I just, I've seen a couple of Bellator fights and while I don't necessarily hate on them, their presentation is lacking in the visual aspect. I think that UFC has. Yeah. 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 They're marketing. They're marketing set up. It's, it's a dude that can dress good and a dude that can't like, that's really all it is. It really is. Like they Bellator doesn't dress as good as UFC. Simple. But it's just like, one of those Bellator things. Still, just... Like, don't get it fucked up. Bellator got some fighters. Oh, for Bellator's, sure. Bellator has always had some fighters. Oh, for sure. But I think WCW was the best look alike UFC. And then UFC bought the ass. So um, but Bellator, I think they just they don't have the sexiness of UFC yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but I do like the fact that they're still out there. Just like the bare knuckle boxing guys. Like, I just like the fact that they're there. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're the and one to the NBA, but you're still fucking and one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always go down as history as and one. You still right? have you still have like a pipeline to the big league. Right. Right? That's that's where it's like I'm I can't fully discredit things with Bellator. It just always lacks that additional flair that that makes me feel like it's a well-packaged it, final product. Because because you gotta say, like, this is what it is. I'm gonna be honest about it, right? Um how I put it. The seller, the seller is is the premier spot in New York, right? Right. Everybody wants to get in the seller. Now everybody wants to get in other clubs to get paid and get time, but everybody's main goal is to get into the seller, right? So on that block, though, you have the Grizzly player. Around the corner, you have uh, the Lantern, the comedy shop. You have the stand, you have uh, Comedy New York. You have New York stand-up. You have Broadway. Oh, you have Greenwich Village over there as well. Mm. Why do I bring that up? You have a lot of different clubs that you want to get into mm. or that you can get into or, you know what I'm saying, if you work your way up. But everybody wants to be in the fucking cellar. The sexiness of being in the cellar is if you ever go into the cellar um underneath the olive tree, it is fucking tiny. It's it's it Nick, there's no bathroom upstairs. You literally have to walk like if you go to the restaurant, you have to walk through the comedy club to go to the bathroom. You see what I'm saying? Like yep. it's an appeal. Like we just it just it just it's sexy. Why is it sexy? Because everybody said it was sexy. That's why it's fucking sexy. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The shop, the belly room at the shop is uh, at, at uh, 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 this, uh, the store in LA. It's small. It's it's it's, it's cramped. It, it has no real, like, you wouldn't be like, oh, man, I want to build my room like this. Like, mm -hmm. no. But it's sexy. Right. Why? Because we said it was sexy. Right. You see what I'm saying? UFC is sexy because we said it was sexy. Well, I just ain't that. I, <laughs> I think I think it's pretty simple in that term, but also too, I think not all the time, but more frequently, I see in Bellator. Bellator seems to have a larger disparity in the talent on the card. 
whereas you don't get that in UFC. Like any, if I'm watching prelims in UFC, I'm right. tending to see a good fight. That's gonna have right. be how it be. Right. Bellator is at 50-50, I feel like, because you have such varying levels of fighter, particularly outside of their top eight to ten. Every, it's a stark clip drop. Just so I out think of that also, yeah, out of Bellator. Nah, UFC is the same, bro. A lot of people can't name anybody in the bottom ten. Sure, but at least their prelims at least are more visually appealing. Like at their their that's lower level yeah, fights, that's my point. Their fight cards are are very much they feel like they're thrown together hastily right. for Bellator, as opposed to UFC's. Like, oh, this looks good. Not yeah, I mean like the here. gate. The gate is better. The yeah. it? but and Dana White talks about that shit, right? Like, dude, you do understand that these motherfuckers was going bankrupt before ESPN got them out of debt. Yeah. Which I didn't even know. We none of us knew. You know why? Because they did. You, you know what it is? The better equivalent to Bellator and UFC. We're Bellator. Yeah. I'm gonna get a uh, 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 flagrant two is UFC. What was what's the difference? Is it the chemistry? No. They went and got us. They put the money behind it. Went and got a studio. Put the cameras in front. They have really quality cameras. They have quality mics. They they all can do the time together. They can do it live in person. All of these things. Bellator is like, all right, you know what? We're going to go smarter with our money. We're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to do smarter. We're going to build it up. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have longevity. Yep. And then we're going to outlast the UFC. All right, cool. We're going to outlast the UFC. All right, these motherfuckers going bankrupt. We're going to be able to catch these motherfuckers in this. ESPN bought them. Get the fuck out of here, right? Like, <laughs> that's I mean, but that's what it is, right? Like that's, that's the, story the part of the game into the into the business. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. it's a risk. We yep. don't know where that risk gonna come from. We just did what we could do. Like we didn't got the money to just go out and buy a studio and fly across country to, <laughs> to make All a facts. podcast work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. just being real, we just ain't got that money. So it's like we did what we did with the best we got, and we're gonna upgrade. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna start upgrading some shit later, and so on and so on and so. And you build and you build and you build, and hopefully, you get the cameras that the UFC has. You can build out the fucking arena that the UFC has, and you can go. You know what I'm saying? You can and tell just, people, "Oh, we're the only ones with the best fighters, motherfucker." And and like, don't that's literally do, what they did. And don't hire another Bruce Banner because I swear that dude is overpaid to just do the corniest shit ever. Just the corniest shit ever, man. We don't want. Let's get ready to rumble. That Bella makes... to him? No, no, no. I'm saying don't do oh, that. No, no, you talking about his don't brother. Don't do that. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just, if Bellator, it's if you ever time. get to the point, yeah, don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. That dude makes an exorbitant amount of money just saying that shit for the corniest line in the history of ever. It's time? Yeah, that whole thing. That whole thing. You listen, you love it. You probably listen, love it. Bro. It gets the people excited. Keep them going. No. Y'all, what you got coming up, bro? I got fucking jack and shit. Follow me nowhere because I'm a nobody. Yo, you've been putting out a lot of TikToks, though. Hey, man, I'm out here working quietly. 
quietly no, out here I working. I think them bitches to stop showing up on page. I don't want to not support my brothers, but you and Lloyd just pop up on my TikTok, and I'll be like, nigga, I'm not here for this. I'm here to talk about girls that left me and, <laughs> and news stories that are funny to me. Bitch, I'm out here trying to create on all levels, all right? Get on my level. I'm creating. Nah. Even throwaways. Y'all, if you're in the Baltimore area, tomorrow we got uh, Stacey Covert, uh State Fair. Next week, we back at DuPont Underground with, I don't even know who I'm with now. Oh, Ashley Mayo's definitely going to be there, though. That's my homie. Um, I think it's just me and Frankie. This is about to be fun. Dope. <laughs> this is about to be fun. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, stay in trouble. We out of here. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's, That's why I'm mad with it. Spit out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it? That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it.